Today we have the pleasure of talking with Mr. Zach Harley and Mr. Robert Saunders, both students, uh, computer engineering students in the Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering, and both uh, prominent organizers in the upcoming QHACS event taking place this weekend on Queen's campus. Stay tuned. Welcome aboard Campus Beat today. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, yeah. These two fine young gentlemen are here to talk to us today about QHACS and the upcoming uh, QHACS uh, event that's happening this weekend here at Queen's University in a variety of buildings, mm -hmm. I understand. So uh, as, as people may have been walking around campus, they might have seen like QHACS. What is QHACS? So QHacks is a hackathon, um, and it might sound a little sinister to some people to hear hackathon um, as the first thing they think of is hacking into servers and stealing people's information, but actually hackathons are an event where you can go in um, and build pretty much anything you want, regardless of whether it's hardware, software. Um, you even see some people do some woodworking stuff. I've seen people make pinball tables that are completely like made from scratch. And the whole idea is that you have 36 hours in our case to be able to build something with other people. So teams of one to four people and you're able to do essentially whatever you want. And then at the end of the weekend, you present these to judges and people who actually work with these kind of technologies on a day-to-day -day basis. One of the really cool things about QX is it's a great opportunity for students to win some really cool prizes, but also a really awesome opportunity for other students who aren't familiar with tech to get, uh, you know, try something new and see if they enjoy it, which okay. is really cool. Yeah. So people come with particular ideas or they just get together and start brainstorming on site? How does it work? Yeah, it's actually a bit of a mix. So um, at our hackathon where you can come in with an idea, the only thing that we have as a restriction is that you can't have started the idea to work on it, um, but you can have the idea and come in and just start building it. Um, and so we, like I said, the teams were one to four people and you can come in with a group of your friends or if you're new to hackathons and have never built anything before, you can come in with no idea and have no team and we can help set you up with people who are willing to help you out mentor you or if you're just looking to find somebody else um, that you might enjoy working with we can help you out with that as well and hopefully you have a good weekend where you're able to create something and show have something to show at the end of the weekend and now how did q hacks get started this is the third year mm -hmm. it is so how did it get underway a couple of years ago um so back uh, a few years ago there are a couple students um from a variety of faculties, actually, uh, computer science and then across the engineering faculty, uh, one of the co-founders is actually in civil engineering, <laughs> and even some students in arts and science. And it, essentially, it just started out as a group of friends who wanted to be able to have some sort of event where students from any faculty across Queens and beyond Queens could come and 
make things that they can be proud of and really just showcase the talent here at Queens for creating and innovating in all sorts of different aspects. Yeah, and I guess just to add to that, um, there's also a body that manages all the hackathons, well, like a large portion of the hackathons, um, and they're called Major League Hacking. So I guess three years ago, Major League Hacking was starting to get a lot of traction, mm -hmm. like hosting different hackathons all over the place. Mm -hmm. And so I guess these group of, I guess, founders at QX, they saw that and were like, we should do this at Queens. And so uh, over the past few years, we've grown and here we are today, so. Now, you guys are part of an organizing team. Mm -hmm. uh, who else is uh, helping to organize the event and what kinds of uh, things do you have to do to organize such a large event? Yeah, so like, I guess... What does this process look yeah, like? There's a lot that goes into it for sure. Yeah. I understand you had like 1,300 applications or something as well. Closer to 1,500. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. So, wow. Yeah, a so a lot, yeah. Including the fact that you're both full-time students. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, recently, we haven't been, though. <laughs> full-time, like yeah. Full-time QHacks, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, like... In terms of our team, our team is 27 students. Um, From across all faculties. All faculties. Um, very diverse team. It's awesome. Um, and then within that team of 27 people, we have a bunch of different sub-teams. Mm. So I think off the top of my head, we have IT, so they manage like kind of the dashboard, the website. We have a marketing team. Um, and they're all around like five people, would you say? Like yeah, close, about that. Yeah, close around to five people. Yeah, so, and then also Hacker Experience, our partnerships team, um, Hacker Experience. So all these kind of subgroups have their own directors. And then in that kind of sense, we have communication with all of these people in our weekly meetings. Um, and the whole idea is that each team can kind of go off and do their own thing and then come back and talk about what they've been working on. And it really allows us to treat it almost like a, a startup. And it's kind of cool because it's one of those experiences that for, I know Robert and I personally, it's, it's something that's been really cool because you don't really get an opportunity to run an event this big and treat it like a startup at, yeah. at, at really any school across Canada. And so we're, I think we're really fortunate in that sense. Yeah. And I think it's like QX is particularly unique just in the fact of its size, but also just that like everything we do is done by students, mm -hmm. which is like quite incredible when you're playing an event for 700 people, when you take into account volunteers, our team and the partners and mentors we bring in, Yeah, which is just crazy well congratulations to you and well thank uh, you very co much organizers because one not only are you uh, having an opportunity to uh, get people together to demonstrate particular talents and skills mm -hmm. uh, related to software and computer engineering and hacking <laughs> <laughs> and, and inventing things and working together as yeah. groups to make something work or create something from scratch yeah uh, those it's really quite artistic and quite Awesome. Yeah. Just thinking about it. Uh, but you're also uh, clearly uh, working together to organize and work together in, in terms of a team and partnership building. A lot of useful, yeah. really yeah. awesome skills that maybe folks next year who are listening that want to get involved in organizing absolutely, want yeah. to think about too, which is great for CV building. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the, the things that's like one of our main mandates besides just creating a fun event that everyone can go to is just being able to again, go back, going back to the, I guess, the founding principles for QHAX, really create an environment where we are able to showcase the talent that Queens has to offer. And that's, like you said, building those strategic partnerships that we have mm -hmm. is so important because we want to make sure that companies know that Queens is a school where they can come to and say, we know that the people who we hire out of these companies or out of these school or this school 
are going to be able to perform up to the standards that we have for them. Yeah, and just to add to that, I think a lot of kind of what QX vision is to play off what Zach just said, and I think at Q, like at Queen specifically, a lot of focus is put on business students. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the visions we have is to kind of raise like awareness of the talent we have, um, like specifically in computing and engineering. It, so uh, t- now you mentioned in terms of partnership building, uh, so who will be coming? Mm. Uh, what kinds of featured events are going to be taking place uh, this weekend? So February... 2nd to 4th, yeah. 2nd to 4th. So featured events, uh, what mentors or speakers or industry professionals yeah. might, uh, might visitors be able to expect to see? So we have a pretty large list, actually. We were close to 40 partners. Um, wow. So, yeah, there's... Companies. That's yeah, yeah, that's just companies. And then we've also got partnerships within the actual Queen's yeah. community and uh, the academic community, which is really awesome. Um, so for, I mean, I guess just to name some of them off the top of our head, uh, Standard Lib and Eigen are our two top title sponsors. Um, and then we've got a, uh, like a range of sponsors that range from large companies like IBM, Microsoft, all the way down to startups that have five, ten employees and are based out of Toronto. Um, so for all of those, we have a lot more information on our website, qhacks.io. Um, and in terms of partners and like workshops and judges and mentors, um, it's kind of cool because we have a couple of uh, great speakers speaking at our opening ceremonies. Uh, one is uh, Matt, who's the CEO of Clarify, which is an image recognition company. Um, really amazing to have him come. And then Pavel is our other speaker, um, who is the head of data analytics for IBM for Canada. Wow. Um, and to yeah. know, he also got his master's in data science and advanced analytics at Queens. Which is pretty really amazing. Cool, yeah. And I think he's on the advisory board for that program now. Yes. Which is pretty amazing to think of. And so it's, it's really cool to have also a Queens connection in the large speakers that were coming. So they're going to be our, like they're going to do a fireside chat together. So they'll essentially will be a conversation almost like this where they'll just get to sit down and talk about artificial intelligence uh, and data analytics and how those are used in the world today. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in, in terms of like the actual partners and mentors uh, that we have, um, those the mentors for the most part are coming from the companies that are bringing in um, like as partners. Uh, and then for our judges, we have uh, some, actually some really cool ones. So we've got some former uh, Queens alumni uh, who are now running their own companies, are doing really well for themselves. Um, and then just all, like a new one that we confirmed today was Robin Dawes, who's a computer uh, science professor, which is amazing because we have such a diverse group. Um, so it's like Queens alumni, Queens professors, uh, partners, and it's really cool to have all these people come together to help us make such an awesome event. Yeah. Also, there are many different kinds of competitions happening within uh, this weekend as well. So what kinds of competitions are underway and how will they be judged? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, <laughs> we have a lot of like our higher up partners and Part of their package, I guess their partnership package, is they are allowed to run a prize. And so I guess the the prize categories at QX are broken down into uh, QX finalists. So those are the top five teams that are the best like all around at QX. And mm-hmm. we have our own judging um, kind of process for that. Yeah. And they will be judged by our judges. Mm-hmm. And then all of the kind of like higher up partners, um, they have their own prizes and what happens is they're responsible for judging that and they award prizes at the closing ceremonies for the winners of that. Um, so in terms of like the judging process is quite involved yeah. <laughs> because there's a lot of different things you need to uh, take into consideration such as like eliminating bias because like, um, you know, if, if we have all Queens judges on our 
like panel, then they might favor Queen students. Um, and then there's also like a lot of different other considerations, like technical ability, um, you know, the most how market ready it is, the design of it. Um, and these are just the things that are coming off my head. But I, we have like kind of a rubric that breaks it all down. And it's very complicated. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like a very unique scoring system to eliminate that bias. And that's something that um, we get a lot of help from MLA Trump, um, Major League Hacking, like I mentioned before. And they kind of help hackathons through that process because it can be a scary one. Yeah. Uh, and so when you have, I assume you did participated in this last year as well. So <laughs> the funny thing for both Robert and I is we were both not involved with organizing this last year, and neither of us actually attended last year. So um, I was actually part of the team that won the, the inaugural Q Hacks event, which was an amazing experience. Um, and I've gone to upwards of ten hackathons now. Um, but it's just kind of funny that it ended up working out that neither of us have actually were a part of it last year. Yeah, and yeah. I've actually never been to a hackathon before joining the QX team, which wow. is even more yeah. strange. I so guess. <laughs> when we say that literally anyone can get involved with QX, we mean in any capacity because yeah. the fact that I'm working with Robert, who has never been to a hackathon, and Robert has been one of the highest performers, if not the highest performer on our team this year, it's pretty pretty insane. Oh, well, thank, nice. thank you, Zach. <laughs> Making me all teary out here. <laughs> well, this is great. That um, so, what motivated you to get started in the first place? Yeah, I think we both have some really unique stories as to why we wanted to yeah. do it. And I'll let I'll let Zach start if he wants. Yeah, to. Yeah, for sure. I so for me, I've been involved in organizing events in, on campus um, since I was in second year, and it's been something that I've loved. So. Um, I also, around the same time as I started getting involved in organizing events, I also started going to hackathons and decided that after I was done third year, I was like, I was looking for the next thing that I was going to spend the bulk of my fourth year on and say, what kind of legacy am I going to be able to leave behind at Queens and what am I going to be able to help out with at Queens in my last year? Um, and so I kind of just, I guess, merged the two things that I really loved the most, which was going to hackathons and organizing events. So for me, it was kind of a no-brainer to be able to join the largest tech event and one of the largest events on campus at Queens um, and try to help organize that. So that's that's kind of where I got my start. Yeah, and so I guess, uh, like, I'd actually never experienced a hackathon before, so I couldn't relate to <laughs> those kind of experiences. But for me, like, when I, when I was little, I always wanted to build stuff, and I didn't know what type of engineer I wanted to be, but I knew I wanted to be an engineer. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guess late in high school, I was pretty lucky to be involved in this program called the ACES at my high school. Uh, and I guess I started building things with software, and I was amazed at what you could do because, you know, as soon as I launched an app, people were using it, I was getting feedback, and I could change it however I wanted to. Like, my imagination, it was limitless. Mm -hmm. um, and so I knew that I wanted to go into computer and that I had such a fantastic experience, like, sharing my creativity through software. I was like, oh my God, like people, I want people to see this and experience it because I think there's a lot of stigma around computer engineering and computer science yeah. just because they might think it's challenging or like, you know, it's, this is like, oh, like coding, like I don't know how to do that, yeah. right? But I think the stigma around that is like, it's so much easier than people think and I want people to experience that. Yeah. So when I came to Queens, I was kind of like Zach and I was like, how can I make a difference in the like, kind of community? Um, and so in first, I guess second year, um, I took on a position for the Engineering Society as Director of IT. Mm -hmm. And through that, I tried to do a lot of events for the community. They weren't as successful just because you don't have as much um, kind of attention on you in that position. And I was like, okay, where can I make the biggest impact? And QX was obviously just the, the place to do it. And here we are. Now for people like me who, as we joked about earlier before we started the interview, who know things like how to turn on <laughs> the computer, <laughs> 
or I am aware that there is something called Java or HTML. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. That's what a great it start. Is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, what is it that QHacks would have to offer for folks that don't really know anything about the back end yeah. and then maybe how to use an app? 100%. Um, so we, like we talked about before, we have mentors coming in that are more than happy to sit down with somebody and help them learn something. Um, and also one of the, the cool things is that um, we try to help like we were talking about before as well, um, match up people who don't really have teams and set them up with people who they'd be interested in working with. And part of that would also be setting up people who are relatively new to the process um, and setting them up with somebody with a lot more experience so that they can kind of, I guess essentially what we call it is pair program and sit there and the two of them would work together and work on a problem together. And that way you could see exactly how somebody who's got a lot more experience, like how their mind thinks about these kind of problems. And I think that that's a really enlightening experience because personally that's where I've learned the most is in those situations where I've worked on teams where I, like I have a, a friend now who's working at Google, but I met him at a hackathon and for two or three hackathons, I sat beside him and got to see like the stuff that he was thinking in his head mm -hmm. and it really changed the way that I was able to perceive the problems that we were working on. So it was a really great experience and I think hopefully that's something that we can help facilitate at QX. Yeah, and I guess I would also add to that like software isn't just about writing code or putting wires together. Yeah. Like or, for or hardware. Breaking into NORAD. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And there's so many different things that make up software, right? Like yeah. you couldn't make an app without a UI user mm -hmm. interface for someone to touch buttons on. So like having someone on the team, like if you can't like bring stuff in terms of like coding, like you can definitely create UIs, you can create user experience flows, um, business like students can come and kind of help guide the the vision of the project and kind of validate you know how this is going to impact the market in the community oh. and it's not just about can you build something and uh, i think hackathons are a really good analog to the real world because i know for me personally people that i've worked with like i one of the the guys who works with us as a like a, a man project manager and uh, a designer he took a psychology degree at queens and so like it doesn't have to be something where you have to have this like strong background in tech to be able to come and have fun at one of these hackathons if you're interested in technology and interested in learning something new I think it's one of the, the greatest opportunities that you have here at Queens. Okay. Yeah. And like coming up with ideas even is such a hard thing for yeah. some, some software developers and engineers because like they might not have yeah. the creative side. Exactly. Like, and that creative know, side is so important. So important. Yeah. Okay. Now in, in the past, uh, what are some of the uh, cool ideas and developments that people actually came up with in, in the last couple of uh, QHacks events. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can talk about the the one that I personally built, which was I, I was lucky enough, like I said, to uh, to be able to win the first QHacks, and we had a, a pretty interesting project. But it was I, this one is one that definitely I'd say fo is focused more towards software developers, mm -hmm. as it essentially it gives you the framework for starting a new project. Because one of the things that I found. Um, was that like talking to, uh, like I was a frost leader and talking to my frost at the event whenever I went, they were like, oh, the hardest part of all of this is just getting started because it's like, how do you, how do you get started with a project like this? It takes you like eight hours to get everything set up and then you can actually just start building stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was like, well, why don't we just create something that helps people get their project started and you can make a project in 10 minutes instead of eight hours, right? So like a template or a framework. Exactly. The scaffolding. Exactly, yeah, exactly. A scaffold, I'd say, is the, probably the best way to describe it. So. The whole idea was that we were able to help people say like, okay, I'm going to choose. These are the things that I want to build with. Um, and then this is what I want to call my project. And then it's going to install everything and it's going to go put it on like a, a website called GitHub to store all your code. And then you can just get started, which is like, 
I, I thought it was something that like would be really interesting just for people to try and use, and it ended up that we were able to win with that. So I think the the cool projects are the ones that like actually have a place where people can use them. So yeah. the 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 ones that have the most impact are things like I mean, it's amazing to see cool projects. Like I've seen some pretty cool projects at hackathons where it's like um, somebody made a a machine learning algorithm that was able to take Kanye West lyrics in and then you'd give it like a, a track and then it would overlay new Kanye lyrics over top of it by just making up the lyrics, <laughs> which is pretty hilarious. So, yeah. I mean, you get some pretty cool projects, but I think the ones that are the most impressive are, sorry, the most impressive are the ones that actually have a use case in people's everyday life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's definitely like when deciding an idea for a hackathon, it's like you're either going to make something really cool that's not that useful or you're going to make something that's just really useful yeah and, and if you can like, if you can find a way to do both then that's where you're gonna have some really good success exactly um and i guess to the winners of last year uh q hacks they were actually ece students electrical and computer engineering students at queens um and what they made was a you know those kind of tables that have you have like the ball going through a maze and you have to tilt it to get yeah. through the maze so they made one of those but instead of like having it the physical table they did it through a vr headset and software was kind of, and they would tilt the table with their head. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how you do that. Yeah, and they did it through cool, Unity. Um, but it was really cool and they ended up winning. So really, really cool. That would be really weird. I've never actually put on one of those heads. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> very, very strange experience, I think, but uh, very cool too. <laughs> <laughs> well, fantastic. But, uh, I, and then, so I wonder too, then what would be the practical uh, end point of such a thing would it be useful for example in terms of biomechanics and things like yeah. that in creating uh, devices to perhaps help people that uh, don't move or don't have uh, full mobility be able to move up 100% yeah definitely a use case and also entertainment of course yeah it could be pretty fun to do yeah that. but that's where I'm seeing yeah. the practical ability no. just off the well and exactly that. that right it's amazing once you kind of see what these people are able to like build and then you start having your own ideas it's like oh yeah I'd love to build that and then if you team up with somebody who has the ability to make that happen it's it's kind of crazy because you could build that in a weekend which is like just mind-blowing to see happen in person okay yeah. so um, just at the with the last uh, little bit here then uh, when is the event where are uh, things taking place and how do people get tickets or Get in, or get information about uh, Q hacks and what's happening. Yeah, yeah. So the event is taking place this upcoming weekend, so February second to February fourth. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guess to get tickets, it's a little bit late. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had our application process. I guess it was opening in November. And yeah. Closed at January eighth. And, okay. um, and it'll be about about the same next year. So yeah. for anybody who's listening that wants to get involved next year, that's definitely a way. But we're also still looking for volunteers for the weekend. Yes. So if anybody's interested in volunteering to see what Q Hacks is all about, um, and seeing what the actual event is like in person, that's definitely a great way to do it. And for the most part, uh, volunteers get like the exact same perks as hackers, minus the fact that they aren't necessarily involved in the the competitions. Okay. Um, and then as to where it's taking place, it's uh, taking place throughout the ILC, Walter Light Goodwin, uh, and then the opening and closing ceremonies will be in biosciences. And now um, for folks who want to get involved or uh, perhaps pitch a project or something for next year, yeah. uh, how did they, or participate in the organization, yeah. how did they get involved? 
Yeah, so I guess there's a, a lot of different ways to get involved moving forward. Um, and I guess right after the hackathon, Zach and I will be looking to, I guess, fill our shoes and come up with the new team. So yeah. that's a, a great opportunity for people who, you know, kind of don't want to necessarily participate in, in a hackathon um, or Q hacks, but kind of take on a leadership role and kind of form the vision moving forward. Yeah. Um, really, really great opportunity. Those applications will be launched on our social media sometime after the event. Yeah. Um, and then I guess next year, just look out for the applications and apply. Yeah, it'll essentially be the exact same way. It'll be through social media, and then we'll probably launch around November again next year. So the the range of the event is, like, it's usually applications go out sometime in November. They're accepted till the beginning of January, and then the event happens in, like, the first weekend of February. Yeah. So... And I also just want to add, like, one of the, the big regrets we have is that we can't accept everyone. Yeah. Um, like, we had, I think, 1,500 applications this year, which is just mind-boggling um, from all over the world, like people from Finland, Sri Lanka. Yeah, like, over 100 crazy. universities. Um, and it's just we can't accept everyone, but we try our best. And hopefully in the coming years with Queen's creating that innovation center, we can take advantage of that and house more people because we really just want QX to become bigger, better, uh, and just get as many people as involved as possible. So... Um, if it, this interests you, like definitely hit us up because we, we want to hear from you. Well, thank you very much. Uh, thank you both very much for coming in. I look forward to uh, hearing from you about the winners who we can announce even uh, next week yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, our, on our campus yeah. programming. Absolutely. So thank you very much for coming in. It was a real pleasure meeting you. Thanks and for having us. Good yeah, luck. Thank you. And congratulations. Thank you very thank much. You.